Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. I am blessed today to have a very special guest on with us. We have Emily Curl here with us today. I am a massive fan of her. And I'm going to let her introduce herself and then we're going to get this kicked off. Well, thank you, Danielle. I have to say I'm a massive fan of you. So I'm honored to be on the show. Um, Thanks for that intro. Yeah. So I am the digital host at iHeartRadio. So I conduct all of our artist interviews and also create fun and original social content as well. Um, I'm originally from Georgia, but I currently live in New York City. Um, I'm a Gemini. I love country music. And I have three other siblings, so I come from a pretty big family. How's that for my intro? I I went a little rogue, but. Good. No, I love it. I've never had somebody introduce themselves with a Zodiac sign, and I'm like a huge Pisces. I love Zodiac, so I love that. Love it. Same, same. I love the air Pisces, too. Yeah, I love it. Um, I want to kick it off and just ask you like how you got started doing what you're doing. Like you got your dream job at iHeartRadio, but you were at Refinery29 for years. Like how did you get into this digital and broadcast journalism kind of world? Yeah. So I went to the University of Georgia and um, I knew for a really long, from a really young age and for a really long time that I wanted to pursue this. So I studied digital and broadcast journalism at UGA. And there they had a couple of different programs. So we had a news program and we also had a sports program, but I felt like what we were missing was entertainment focused. So I feel like I learned the basics there of, you know, crafting a good story, how to interview guests, how to set, you know, a camera up. And from there, it just sort of ignited this whole different passion, but I knew that those two weren't for me. So I started pursuing entertainment. My best friend, Kevin and I, who's now um, the Plaza producer at the Today Show actually, we created this entertainment show called The Dish. And it was the first time where I was like, okay, this seems something that's more in line with me. So um, after doing that show, I knew I really wanted to pursue production and to do something like that. I just didn't know how I was going to get there. And then I applied as a production assistant to Refinery29, got the job, moved to New York and was there for five years. And what was really cool is I caught it at a good time where it was growing really quickly. And I sort of had this crash course in production, in storytelling, um, in, you know, making beautiful things, but also learning from some of the best producers and directors. Um, So it was really cool. So from there, I, you know, was on our live team. Um, I was doing a lot of our beauty shoots. And then I switched over and was our red carpet correspondent. And then also started doing a lot of hosting on the side while I was a branded content producer. Um, And that was a really interesting place to be because I feel like from there, I got to understand what goes into being a good producer and making good production um, and also how to be a good host. And those two things definitely complement each other. And then (laughs) I got my, my interview at iHeart and got the job, cried when I got the call, the rest is history. Um, so that's kind of the, the quick touch base on, on the journey to get there. I just told you this, but I found you through TikTok and it was your video and you got your dream job at iHeart. You get that phone call, you're crying. Like, what is that sense of feeling that you got? It's interesting. That's a good question. No one's asked me that before. And I think, um, 
the first feeling I felt was relief, you know, cause I had been interviewing and auditioning for about a year and it's no joke when they tell you it's competitive, you know, you can make it to the last round and you don't get the job. Um, but I also felt validation because I think so often in this career, you're like, it's so easy to second guess yourself. Am I good at this? Do I belong here? Am I just chasing a dream that's never going to happen? And so getting that call for me felt like the first step to be like, oh my God, like this could, this could happen for me. And, and if I fully pursued it, took out any fear that I had, took out any doubts or, or worries, right. and those are all natural, but it just was the first step to being like, I think I'm stepping into something big that I feel like I was meant to do, you know? And as cheesy as that sounds, it was just like the very first moment where it really clicked. Absolutely. And part of your like ladder of your Refinery29 career, you did mention you were on red carpets. You were on the Grammys red carpets. You were on the SAG Emmys. What is your, what was your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, dang. It's, it's really hard to pick a favorite. Um, probably I, I will say two, two quick ones. The first one was the first time we covered the SAG Awards. It was our first red carpet. And um, what they don't show you is they actually have, you know, you can actually go when they're laying out the red carpet. And this is my first time seeing this. And like, they actually roll it out and you could just stand on it and you see them build the set, you know, from a parking lot to like this gorgeous thing. And to be there and be like, oh my God, like this is about to happen. I'm about to meet some of my idols. We're about to be a part of this. What does this look like? And um, so there's something so special about that feeling. And our booth that we had at Refinery was next to the e-booth. And, you know, I feel like anyone who's loved entertainment grew up watching Juliana Rancic and they're like, that's my dream. And so- I actually got to meet Juliana and afterwards I went up and I was just like, I just have to say like, this is such a moment for me. I've been a huge fan of you. We were next door hosting the red carpet and she said, she was like, did you have fun? And I was like, did I have fun? Juliana was like, I had the best time. <laughs> and it just was like, and she told me she liked my outfit. And after that, I was like, I can't handle it. Um, so that was really special. Something about that first red carpet. No. But I have to say the Grammys in New York was so cool because again, such New York pride, but being there on that red carpet and like it's so crazy and wild and everyone dresses insane and it just was like it was amazing I love that I've always dreamed of like being on the red carpet and being like the Met Gala for me I'm like like if I ever have the opportunity to be even an inch close to that I would be so completely honored just to be able to see it yeah it's so special something about that yeah what is your, like every day is different, but what is your typical day look like? Yes. So again, every day is different. Um, what's a constant is we're always, you know, always interviewing artists, which is such a fun part of my day. So for instance, today we have two interviews, um, just did one going to the next one after this. Um, but oftentimes we have anywhere from, you know, four to five a week, probably. Um, So a lot of it are, you know, small and and up and coming artists. And a lot of them are these, you know, big moments, people releasing these huge albums, they've put their heart and soul in for years. So the most important part of my job is, and as you know, as an interviewer is coming prepared. So a good chunk of my life is spent researching and watching every video, watching every interview, you know, it's like, you got to know that because you know, it's like, you got to know that person before you go in because you want to have a really good conversation. So a lot of my days look like researching. Um, And then on the other side of that, oftentimes we have either branded projects, we do a different brands or we do extra editorial content. So 
it's also creating stuff for our social channels and for YouTube and for IG. And then when I have some downtime, you know, I'm all over TikTok. I love TikTok. So I, I normally try and make a couple of those and, yeah. um, and, and on the weekends too, I like to make TikToks, but just to build your own personal brand. So a lot of it is ideating, researching, and then creating content. Like, I think that is the most fun part about this kind of job. And even the job that I have, like, it allows me to be creative and really jump into this creative mindset that you're just like, you have fun. You're like, are being yourself, which I truly love. Fun question. If you could have a dance party right now, what is the playlist you are turning on? Ooh, the playlist or the song? What, well, playlist songs, whatever you have hot in your brain right now. Okay. Fun fact about me is I love sad music. <laughs> I, I have been able to tell that from your TikTok. <laughs> No, you have not, Danielle. You can tell. <laughs> so I Taylor Swift. It was the whole Taylor Swift happening. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical to me because I really love sad music. You know, a lot of people um, like get amped. You know, they dance and you know they have like their fun playlist. But like, I get amped when I can like feel some feelings. You know, and lyrics are really important to me. Um, so I would say. I mean, I've been obsessed with Taylor's new albums, as you know, from my TikTok. So I've been having those on repeat. But if I was going to listen to a straight dance album, um, anything Lady Gaga. Okay. But I also love Young Baby Tate. That's what I thought. Okay. She is like so badass. She's really fun. So she's like my new favorite. Um, Ash Nico, I think is really cool. She had the viral TikTok song, the Daisy yeah. song. Yeah. Okay. I like anything that's like a little, like a little freaky like that kind of, okay. you know? Okay. I'm down for that. Nice. You <laughs> have been working and doing this for many years. Do you still get nervous? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Danielle, as you can tell, I feel like I, I do get very nervous. Um, because there's sometimes you just want things to go so well, you know, that feeling yeah. where you're like, Oh man, like I really want to do well on this. Yeah. And, um, I get really nervous often right before, you know, before you meet them because dealing with so many different artists, you know, you can be as prepared as you can be, but, um, you know, in this job and in and, and your interviews too, it's like, you have to be super self-aware of that person and the energy they have and the energy they give up, which is why it's so important to research them before. And so you have an idea. Um, but again, it's being adaptable and, you know, and you never know where they're coming from. If they've had like been doing this for eight hours and you're the last interview of the day, it's like, so again, it's like, I get nervous too, because you, when you want things to go so well, you want them to have a good time. You want them to feel taken care of. So it's nerves in that way. And then also, of course, it's like, I really don't want to mess anything up. So I triple, I fact check everything like 10 times. I'm like obsessively being like, wait, this is the name of their album. It is out this date. Right. You know, and confirming and getting all those details. Right. Um, but one thing that, you know, Kevin, I was telling you about, he always reminds me of is I can get very intense sometimes and I have a bad habit of reading my questions directly because I'm like, I put so much thought and effort into these questions of like, I want to get them right. So you can tell I'm reading them on camera a couple of times. So he always reminds me, he's like, everyone would rather hear like an honest, genuine, curious conversation than your curated list of questions. So I have to think about that too, of like, okay, if I'm nervous, I have my questions there. I already know what I want to say. I've researched them so much. So again, it's trusting me, but it's also having fun and responding to a conversation naturally. Again, it's a tough, tough spot, but I think having it virtually has made it harder because literally I can have my questions here, you know, yeah, exactly. so again, it's, it's tough to, to navigate that. So I think that also adds to the nerves too. 
I like get nervous before this. Like I was sitting here, I like butterflies on my stomach. Like I always get nervous before these, no matter who it is. Cause I'm like, I just want it to go well. And I just want it to be not so much as an interview, but more of like, let's just have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's interesting because you can only tell so much from someone from online, you know, yeah. and then when you meet them, you're like, okay, you, it's so maybe a little different than I thought, or, you know, and not in a good or bad way. It's just, it's just how it is. But so then you have to sort of, uh, you know, like I said, be adaptable to be like, okay, here's yeah. how we can adjust this conversation. Are they going to be open to talking about something more serious? Are they not, you know, it, so it takes like a lot of extra context clues and that's tough to do through a screen. You know, I will say. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is. What is your theme song right now? Oh, um, <laughs> you know, it's going to be something sad. <laughs> My theme song right now. Driver's license. No, I was about to say, I'm obsessed with driver's license, as you know. Um, you know, I will say I've been obsessed with SZA Good Days Ooh. when she's like, I don't miss no X, I don't miss no text that choose not to respond. Yes. That's my favorite right now, even though, you know, I fully have a boyfriend that I'm in love with and <laughs> it doesn't apply to my life, but, um, but, uh, it's, it's funny. I, I feel like that's like a good hype song, you know? So that's been my, my go-to. I love that song too. When you hear it on TikTok, it comes on and you're just like, you're silently just like dancing right there a little bit. That's so that's- good. It is so good. What is the, do you have a really just piece of advice? Like if someone came up to you and asked you, they're interested in getting in to what you're career is what is the best piece of advice that you have for them oh um it's so tough because I'm trying to think of what I would have wanted to know back then and um I think there's two things that come to mind here number one is take your time I remember when I graduated I was like if I don't get a job in the entertainment industry I'm not gonna have a chance or if I don't you know if I'm not an on-camera personality by 24 there's no hope for me you know, and now looking back, I'm 28 now. So it's like thinking about, thinking back on, on who I was when I was 24, (laughs) you know, it's like, I thought I was so old and I thought I knew so much, but it's like, and again, I'm still young now. So it's like, I'm fully prepared to keep learning, but it's, it's interesting. Like you think you're so ready for something until you get in that spot. And, you know, this is kind of something that, you know, you and I had, had talked about too on, on, um, TikTok, but it's just like, a you have to, when you put yourself out there into the world, you know, it takes a lot of courage to do that. You have to be ready to get criticism back or get opinions back. And I don't think had I gotten a job that was super outward facing at a super young age, I don't think I would have been able to, to handle that. And so it takes time and it takes a lot of practice to get really good at something. So don't rush the process and don't rush the journey. Cause when you do eventually get there, you know, you're going to feel so much more grounded in who you are that you're going to be able to have fun and be creative and not get so bogged down about what everyone's thinking of you. Um, how fast you're growing, if you're making it fast enough, you know, it's like, it's a different level of perspective, I think. And so I'm so glad now that I didn't get that job when I was like really in my early twenties that it took some time for me. And so I said that to everyone is just learn as much as you can. And don't worry about like landing the dream job just yet. Yeah. I love that aspect of things too. Just like take a deep breath and like realize you are you and you need to just be you and just take your time. Cause I mean, I've learned so much just from going in a different path and it like, everybody's like, you've been doing this for four years and you only have 5,000. I'm like, I I've taken my time. I've done what I've wanted to do and learned what I've needed to learn in order to be yeah. right. 
And that's so, that's something that's tough for me too. Cause you know, I, uh, I don't have a, you know, a million Instagram followers, you know? And so it's not something I think about, or it's like, it's such a, you know, it's, it's stressful, but it's people place such a weight on that. But again, it's like, you think about the people who really value your opinion and value what you have to say and really like, like the content you put out. It's like, make it for them. Because again, it's like, what even is, what does not, what do numbers even mean? You know, it's like, who even are those people? It's like, make stuff that you're proud of and, and create stuff that you're proud of. Cause there is such an emphasis placed on that. And, and it's, it's such a bummer. Cause I feel like it really stops people from creating stuff they like, because they feel like they don't have the clout for it, you know? And, and that's tough. You've interviewed a lot of people. Do you have a bucket list of people like that you want to interview one day? Taylor Swift, of course. <laughs> no doubt. I, oh my God, Taylor, if you see this. <laughs> um, John Bellion is one of my favorite artists of all time. And um, yeah, I almost said, we, we almost got him once, but um, I'd love to interview him. And um, honestly, I think, you know, having someone like Selena Gomez. So I know I'm just listing out A-listers, but I think having people who rarely do interviews want to interview with you is such a compliment. So it's like right now, I feel like everyone really loves and trusts Zane Lowe and he's amazing. He's with Apple Music and he does these really cool interviews. Um, that That's kind of like my new goal to aspire to is like to be the Zane Lowe where he gets the exclusives because they trust him, you know, it's such yeah. a compliment. So that's sort of my, my new goal. What has someone said to you in an interview or on the red carpet that has like stuck with you? Ooh, um, I interviewed Gashi the other day and he's, he's a rapper and um, an artist. And he said something about how, like, as he's gotten bigger and as he's grown more, he said with new levels comes different devils. Ooh. And I think about that. I'm like, oh damn, new levels, different devils. So like all those things that you're working for and pushing towards, like know that those problems you have now are not going to go away. Yeah. You're just going to get like a whole new set of problems later when you get there. Um, but I think that's a good way to look at it. Cause unless you're enjoying what you're doing truly every single day, yeah. you're not going to flip a switch and be suddenly successful and not have to worry. It's like, you're just going to encounter a whole new set of devils <laughs> that you're going to have to work through. And so I thought that was a really interesting way to look at it. And I, I liked that. So that's something that's really stuck with me. Very cool. I never like thought about that, but that is such an interesting like phrase to keep in your head and think about. Yeah, definitely. Is there a memorable interview for you that has just like stuck like an artist or somebody you've met on the red carpet? I interviewed Viola Davis and that was like the best thing ever. And, and I honestly teared up when I met her <laughs> and a lot of things that, that she said really stuck with me. Um, you know, one person I really love too is BB Rexa. I've interviewed her a couple times now, but like she is the same as she is. Like she's like the one of the most authentic people I've ever interviewed. And that sort of authenticity really, really sticks to me because sometimes it's, you know, it's, it's tough and you see like a different side of people maybe behind the scenes. Um, but BB is someone that's always stood out to me. I was like, oh man, like a good representation of authenticity. I, and that's, that's the thing that I love about her too. Like, that's what I relate to her is just because she's so authentic in herself. Like, mm -hmm. I'm just like, I love you for this. Like, I love you for putting yourself, your true self out there. 1000%. Yeah. What is your, like, we've talked about this a little bit. What is your interview process? Like, what is your prep kind of look like? Yes. So it depends on when we get artists, but oftentimes, you know, it's a quick turnaround. So you don't have a ton of time in the middle of things. Um, and that part can make me nervous still of like, if I feel like I don't have enough time to get everything done and to feel fully prepared. 
Um, but I, you know, they send us over press sheets typically if they're promoting something. So again, it's going off that press sheet and asking about their new music things that, you know, they want to talk about, which is important to hit on. Um, but again, it's going back. It's looking at all their socials, what's happening in their life. It's watching old interviews to understand what they typically like to talk about, how they react to certain questions or certain ideas. And, um, it's just a lot of watching stuff <laughs> and a lot of consuming it. So then, and then from there, if you have a better you know, idea of who they are, it's much easier to ask questions and it's much easier to, to understand what they probably would want to talk about versus what they won't talk about. <laughs> yeah. I want to do like a lightning round with you. Just answer what first comes to your mind. Um, and there's a few this or that questions. Oh, love it. Okay. So favorite song right now. Oof. Okay. Um, sorry, this should be quicker. <laughs> my favorite song right now. Uh, what is my favorite? Probably Gold Rush, Taylor Swift. Okay. I'm so lame. Okay. Uh, up north or down south? <gasps> In what sense? <laughs> oh, um, oh, that's hard. That's actually a really good comeback for that. Um, do it like, f I want to see food for your perspective food yeah oh this is crazy but i'm gonna say up north mm, okay i'm really miss thai food honestly and the south does not have good thai food i don't know why that doesn't actually shock me that you say that though because new york has really has some great it has like the most amazing restaurants yeah, yeah. so many different things now up north or down south for weather oh south for sure for sure i love the warmth I love that we basically have like nine months of just like full, beautiful summer weather and we get maybe three months of winter. No, it's unreal. And then New York, it's just like, it's cold for half the year. And I'm like, what, am, what did I sign up for? <laughs> I saw this on your TikTok, beat first or lyrics first? Oh, lyrics always. I do. That's such an interesting conversation to me because I always hear the lyrics, but I have so many friends that only hear beats. What do you say? I hear lyrics. Love that. Thank you. I like, I like this, but it's like the song will start, but I will immediately know all the words to the song. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care about the beat. I can literally rip the whole, all the lyrics out for you. And like, I won't like a song unless I really connect to the lyrics. Yeah. You know? like if I think the lyrics are bad. I don't like it. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. First concert. Oh, um, one of my first was Jesse McCartney, which was amazing. That's fantastic. Your favorite so concert. Oh my gosh. Okay. I actually went to Sasha Sloan oh. in New York. Do you know who that is? Yes. She's really cool. She's, um, she, I can't remember what tour it was, but it's the only concert I've been to that she had a really sad, dark album that she released. I actually interviewed about this um, later, but the entire concert was dark and sad and in the best way. Again, I know I love sad music, but <laughs> um everyone there like you know normally at a concert everyone's like screaming and cheering but like when she sang it was like very quiet and like really calming and like it felt like everyone there was like really appreciate appreciating her music yeah. and I really hadn't seen an environment like that before and that's always stuck with me or I just thought it was really interesting very nice now for concert wise do you like big venues or smaller venues dang oh that's tough honestly I like them both like because if you go to a country concert that's like there's oh so God. many people there and it's open air and you're just like you have you know getting beers and you're singing and it's just so fun but then like for instance like the Sasha Sloan one yeah. when you're in like a small place it's like it's so intimate so 
can I pick both? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing better than a country concert and it's like the main artist is about to come out. The, that curtain like drops and all of a sudden the crowd just goes bananas. The best. There's no feeling like it truly. It's so good. Favorite TV show? Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, nice. I think it's like the most underrated TV show of all time. It's so funny. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but every single line of dialogue is a one-liner. It's like, it's the wittiest show I've ever seen. Titus Andromedon is my favorite character on TV ever. Nice. Sunrise. <laughs> so good. Sunrise or sunset? Um, I will say my best hours, I feel like are like 10 to 2. <laughs> but if I had to pick... I think I would say sunset. Okay. Eat in or eat out? Eat out. I hate cooking. <laughs> <laughs> um, country or pop? Oh, that's dirty. <laughs> that's real dirty. I would still say pop. Okay. Okay. But it's tough. It's tough. Um, do you have a good mix of, are you like your phone has a good mix of music? Like you can have country, but then you can have like rap pop. For sure. And because, you know, obviously we interview so many different types of artists, like my algorithms on all my music apps are so mixed up. It like can't decide what I like because truly we have to listen to albums obviously before we interview anyone. So it's like anyone we listen <laughs> so it's like literally my apps think that I truly listen to every single thing. I love that. Beach or lake? Lake. Who is your celebrity crush? Leonardo DiCaprio. That is such and a solid celebrity crush. It's, it's such always. a solid one. Um, Instagram or TikTok? <gasps> TikTok. Okay. <laughs> TikTok's so much more, I'm bored with Instagram. That's a whole other story. Instagram is, I mean, TikTok is so much more fun. Yeah. Work hard. Instagram is like so weird. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, work hard or play hard? Um, play hard. <laughs> um, are you an introvert or an extrovert? An extrovert, but I do feel like this year has made me more introverted than before. Okay. I'm like, uh, I'm an, they say I'm like an introvert extrovert. Like I tell people all the time, I'm like an introvert. You can leave me alone for like days. But then I'm like, when I'm around people, I'm so like extrovert and I'm like, okay, yeah, wait, same, same, same. I relate to that. I want to end this with one last question that I ask everybody. What okay. inspires you? What inspires me? Ooh. What inspires me? Huh? That's a really good question. Danielle, you stumped me. Okay, let me think. What inspires me? Um, okay, this is, we've been talking so much about TikTok, but I am really inspired by TikTok because of the sheer creativity. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's like created a little app of, of movie makers and like some of the things that people come up with is truly insane to me. And um, it's hilarious and it's so entertaining. So anytime I see someone who you can tell put a lot of time and effort into something that's like hilarious or they're playing characters or they're like creating something, I think is so inspiring and so fun. And it makes me want to like do more things on there, I think. I, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but the people who do like the crazy transitions really quickly. Yes. When they like throw their hoodie or something, it's wild. I don't, even want to, like I can't even begin to understand how they do it but at the same time I'm sitting here and I'm like I respect you for it because that took a lot a lot of work to do that 
and to fully commit to an idea. It's like to have an idea and, and take hours and sometimes days to do it. I'm just like, wow, y'all. For one TikTok too. And I'm like, incredible. And then if it flops, it's a, it's a disappointment. Like we've never known. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, even when you post your own TikToks, you get that feeling. You're like, this is great. This is exactly what I'm going to put out. And then you're like, no, apparently it's not what everybody wanted to hear. It's, and then like the ones that you put no effort in, like get a hundred K and you're like, I'm, I quit. <laughs> well, Emily, thank you so much for doing this. I appreciate this. This was so much fun to have you on. And I, so many thanks. All of, of Emily's. Course. Thank socials, you for having me. Yes. Oh my gosh. All of Emily's socials are going to be linked down below. Go check out her TikTok. She asks a bunch of questions and her comments are filled with stuff. So go answer some of them. We have a ton of fun, um, but I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the conversation series podcast. We love having conversations here and whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DL Clardy on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the conversation series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.